Well, hey, mama friends, welcome back to the show. So excited to be hanging out with you on this awesome Monday. And of course, super, super honored that you are taking the time and space to come hang out with me. So today's question that I have for you is, are you being proactive or reactive in this thing called life, right? In this mom life and just in your day-to-day, are you being proactive about things? Are you being reactive? So we're going to go into that today and we are going to talk about the difference between the two and a couple examples and things that you can do to be more proactive in mom life that is just going to help you have less stress, less overwhelm, less anxiousness, less anxiety, and of course, a lot more patience. Okay. All right. Grab that pen and journal. Let's get into it. Hey friend, welcome to Purposefully Planned Mom Life. Are you over rocking that hot mess mom bun? Do you find yourself up late at night wondering when you're going to figure it out and how to have more balance in your day to day? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals only to feel disappointment when nothing goes as you intended and somehow the house is still a mess, you haven't showered again, and yeah, that quiet time, forget about it. Hey, I'm Sarah. I too was that busy mama who looked like I had it together, but deep down struggled with how I somehow got lost in this new season. I wanted more balance in my life, and I wanted to work towards my God-given goals and dreams, but didn't know where to start now that I was a parent. I kept telling myself, this is how life is now, and I'm simply just a hot mess mom. Eventually, I broke up with that ungodly belief over my life and began planning and journaling and taking action. In this podcast, you will learn how to prioritize and plan, develop intentional habits, and build your faith as a busy, multi-passionate mama so that you can have more clarity, confidence, and purpose in all that God is calling you into. If you're ready, yank up those high-waisted leggings, grab that journal and planner, and let's get to it. And yeah, I'm still a little nasally. I don't know why. Again, I'm pretty sure it's allergies. And I just feel like I have a balloon between my eyeballs and my nose. And sometimes a balloon is bigger and sometimes it's just a small balloon. But anyways, that's why I sound nasally. So if I sound nasally to you, I apologize. Okay, this is why. Allergies in Florida. Yeah, it's like the worst time of year. Anyhow, so what is the definition of proactive? All right, creating or controlling a situation by causing something to happen rather than responding to it after it has happened. Definition of reactive, acting in response to rather than creating or controlling. They almost sound like opposites, even though technically they're not like really opposites, but sort of. Um, We want to take a look at these definitions because one, I'd love for you to journal out. Do you feel like you are being proactive in your day to day or do you feel like you're being reactive, right? Are you being reactive and acting in response to something, you know, either going wrong or to something happening or to something that you need to do, but you didn't really plan for? right? This is why planning is so important because that's part of being proactive is we are creating a situation. We are creating the time and the space and the plan to do whatever it is we need to do or to accomplish whatever it is the goal is versus if we're just being reactive and we're flying by the seat of our pants, we're going to respond in a way that's going to be probably less patient than if we actually planned for whatever it is that we are trying to accomplish or do for that day, right? Or maybe, you know, you just don't plan anything and you have a squirrely brain and then you forget to do things, but then you remember later, but then you're already having to do something else or the day is over and you're wondering what the heck happened? Like, 
I needed to do all these things and I either forgot, got distracted and or I didn't really have a plan in place. And so nothing actually got done. And now you're disappointed and frustrated and stressed out and overwhelmed and anxious and and all these horrible feelings that we just really don't want to have. Okay. All right. So we want to be proactive. We want to create and control. And I say control in a very positive way. All right. We're not trying to be like controlling psychos here. We are just trying to implement a plan and be proactive about the goals that we have because that is what's going to help us have less stress. All right. We're going to be less overwhelmed if we know what to expect. And remember, life is life. So we are going to have, you know, balls coming out of left fields and things that happen and throws off the schedule. And that's okay because, you know, we know it's life. But there are also ways to go about readjusting and realigning up. Okay, pivot. Let's plan according to whatever balls come out of left field. Let's adjust. And here's how we're going to go moving forward. Okay. And we've talked about those in previous episodes too, what to do when things are just kind of like, uh uh-oh, that was a surprise. Life just threw me a big surprise. What do I do? All right. So how can you be more proactive in mom life? Well, of course, I'm going to tell you that you need to plan. You need to plan out what it is that your goals are, what it is that you're working towards, your day-to-day, your weekly, monthly, however it is that you want to plan. Planning is a pretty general thing with each person. It's going to be slightly different, especially depending on how your brain works too, okay? So if you're like me and you're a little squirrely and you forget a lot, there's a lot of little steps that you need to take in order to plan in a way that's going to work with your brain and also keep you in a very positive space because you are actually accomplishing things and not feeling feeling overwhelmed and anxious about it, okay? So number one, first rule is I want you to keep things super simple. Okay, let's stop overcomplicating things in life. There's too many things that are already too complicated in this life, all right? There's there's just way too many. So let's just keep things simple. That's like the one thing I want you to keep in the back of your mind at all times. We are going to keep things simple. Commit to that. Keep it simple, all right? So I want you to write down and acknowledge what you accomplish on a daily basis, all right, this can be the form of journaling. Well, of course, you know, that's always that's always the top of my list is journal this out. But also maybe just write it down. Like what are some of the things that you have accomplished today? Even if it's super simple, small tasks, I want you to write it down. I want you to acknowledge and I want you to celebrate that because we do not give ourselves enough credit for the things that we do, okay? I don't care if it is as simple as cleaning up the kitchen counter before you go to bed. That's huge. There are people that don't do that. That is something that might give you stress or overwhelm you when you walk into the kitchen in the morning. But because you were proactive and you cleaned that kitchen counter, okay, I'm literally saying this this because this is something that I do. And honestly, I wouldn't say this is like going to cause me to go into a full-blown panic attack if I walk into the kitchen and it's a mess. But if I walk into the kitchen and the kitchen island counter is clean versus not clean, there is just a just mental peace that just rushes over me. And there's just the satisfaction of knowing, you know what? I did that. I acknowledge that I took the time. I planned out to make sure I did that. I put it on my habit tracker. I checked it off and I celebrated the fact that I did that. Okay. So I want you to write these things down. I want you to acknowledge and celebrate the things that you accomplish on a daily basis. Okay. Second thing, I want you to communicate plans with your spouse, your kids, and if family or friends are involved, I want you to do this too. All right. 
if you are planning something that involves family or friends, of course we need to let them know because obviously you can't exactly like plan a girl's night and not tell your girls because then nobody's going to show up. It's just going to be you and it's going to be a solo dinner. Okay. So let's try not to, let's, let's not do that. Communicate with your family and friends if they are involved. That is just something that we kind of have to do. All right. And then with your kids and your spouse, that's kind of a non-negotiable. You need to communicate with your spouse what is going on, all right, especially if you are somebody who does the majority of the things at home or takes care of the majority of, you know, the responsibilities. Like, for instance, I work part-time, but I also still am in charge of my son, any of the appointments that he has to go to, any of the things that he needs for school, any of the projects that we have, or any of the places that we have to be in relation to his school or whatever it is he has going on. And I still also have to go to work five days a week, all right? So it's one of those things where I have to kind of communicate with my husband, hey, these are the things that need to get done and whatever, whatever, whatever. When I'm at work, these are the things that I need you to do in order to help me and help us parent our child in a way that's going to be good, like giving him a shower. Yeah, I know, crazy, right? Well, the kid needs a shower and I'm not home five nights out of the week, so can you please make sure he showers because he did not shower this afternoon or this morning or whatever it may have been. And if you do not communicate these things, I'm not saying that your spouse isn't amazing and that they will just automatically do it themselves, but uh, it's not necessarily going to happen if you do not communicate. (laughs) Okay. So that's just your little reminder there. Communicate with your spouse and your kids. And I did talk about this in a previous episode, so I'm not going to go into it today, but communicate the plans with your children, right? Or with your child. It is so much fun to get them involved and they feel so included and they really, really enjoy it. Honestly, if you find a way that's fun for them, right? Don't just sit down and put them in front of a planner and actually expect them to write and plan with you, especially if they're four and a half. But you can sit down and give them a sticky note, let them pick out the color, let them pick out the color of the pen. And as you write out what it is you want to do for the day or you need to get done, let them do it too. Ask them questions. Let them be a part of that. Okay. All right. And then last, I want you to prep yourself to make things easier. All right. I have three examples for you. And these are some very small, simple things. Remember, first rule, keep things super simple. I prep myself by doing these few little things and it just makes things easier in my life and in my day-to-day, okay? I put water in my oil diffuser before I go to work. Now, I don't always remember to do this. I'm not even gonna lie, but this is something that I've been really working on trying to remember because I like diffusing oils at night, but I don't usually remember to fill it up, put the oil in and you know get it ready until right before I'm like about to fall asleep. And then I'm frustrated because I have to get up, get out of my bed, get the water bottle, fill it up, come back, pour the oil in, pour the water in, cover it, and turn it on. I know, that's really not a lot. But it does make it easier if I put the water in the diffuser right before I go to work. So after I shower and I get ready for work, put the oil in the diffuser, put the oil, cover it up. It's ready to go so that when I lay down at night, all I do is push the button. And that just makes my life easier. It just makes me happy. Okay? Maybe that works for you too. You should try this. I'm telling you. It's awesome. Uh, I put the backpack on the counter. So I put my son's backpack folder and water bottle on the counter the night before school. Okay? This is something that I have been working on getting into a habit in, especially because I pack him with a lunch container that I have to wash to reuse. Otherwise, it'll stink with food sitting in overnight. So after he gets out of school, I put that on the counter. I clean it out. But I leave it on the counter if he's going to school the next day. And if he does not have school the next day, then I take the backpack and I put it where 
um, up on this like shelf thing. So it's kind of out of the way so that it's not taking up space and cluttering up my kitchen island. Okay. That just makes my life easier because it's ready to go. So come Tuesday morning when he is ready to go to school and I'm done with my quiet time, I go into the kitchen that's already ready to go. And I just make his lunch, pack it in there. Boom. Let's go. Okay. Last, as I look at my planner every day and I actually use it. All right. You need to use your planner and write in it. Okay. In order for that to be effective. So just, just in case you didn't know, I know you know this, but just a reminder, just in case you need to write in your planner. You need to use it. When you make an appointment, write it down. Or if you're somebody that uses your phone or some type of calendar or some other form, put it in there right away. You have to use it in order for it to be effective. Okay. And then you also have to look at it. Yeah, I know. Crazy concept. But we have to look at our planner in order to have an idea of, is there some appointment? Is there something that I'm just forgetting that I have going on this week? I've done this numerous times where I either double booked something or I totally forgot because I didn't write it down in my planner. So looking at my planner every day is prepping myself for whatever is coming throughout the day, whether it's an appointment or something outside of, you know, maybe just our typical like little day-to-day things, but it is something that really helps me not get stressed out and overwhelmed with because now I know, okay, cool, I have an appointment at one o'clock. Well, now I'm prepared for that versus come one o'clock or 1230, I get a text or a message reminder, let's say from the chiropractic office. And I'm like, holy smokes, I have an appointment. I totally forgot. I didn't even think about it. It lost. It somewhere got lost in my brain. I don't know. Now I'm scrambling and now I'm being reactive. So now I'm frustrated. I'm impatient. I'm screaming at Roman to get ready. I'm you know, overwhelmed because there are things in the house that I'm doing, or maybe I was in the middle of cooking, whatever it may be. All right. We're trying to avoid all of those horrible feelings of stress, overwhelm, anxiousness, anxiety. And we want to have more patience in the things that we are doing. Right. All right. So rule number one, keep things simple. That's the biggest thing. Keep things simple. And then the three things that I want you to start doing is write down, acknowledge and celebrate what you accomplish on a daily basis. Number two, communicate your plans with your spouse and your kids, non-negotiable. And then if family and friends are involved, communicate with them, of course. Okay. Number three, I want you to prep yourself to make things easier. Prep by doing little super simple tasks. And maybe they look similar to what I do. Maybe they look totally different. Everybody's going to have their own things that just help them and help make your life easier. Okay, so if you find something that you're like, ooh, I really like it when this and this and this is ready to go. Okay, find a time in the day that you can prep yourself for that thing that you really enjoy. All right, friends. Well, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your week, and I hope you are choosing to be proactive about mom life. I hope you're choosing to be proactive in the things that you are doing instead of reactive. And I hope that you have a wonderful rest of your week. And until next time. I truly hope you were able to receive something from today's episode. If you have a moment and you are loving this episode or this show, if you could please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, it would be such a blessing to me. And this is how I really know that this is somehow blessing you. Thanks so much again, friends. And until next time, have a wonderful goal crushing week.